0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hello, um, everyone.
1: John, welcome back from <laughs> Thank the, you. the deep Thank waters. You. From uh, the deep waters of the Indies. Yeah. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah. That looked so fun. Great time. Yeah. Great great. Grad, time. You know, Just just really grateful that you guys get a, a yeah. way like that and around your anniversary. Yeah. That was, that's beautiful. That was terrific. Thanks. Uh, we're continuing on in the Cure and Parents. And... Um, we really After don't know. After fashion, yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so today we have a special guest, Dave Cook, yeah. who uh, is a friend of ours uh, from around the community here uh, in in the Phoenix area, and um, his story is a story that sort of blends in with uh, a guy we wrote about in Absolutely. the Cuban Parents. I mean, talk about that.
1: Well, y- you can't be with Dave very long and realize that he. Uh, he has been on Jim's journey. Uh, Jim, mm-hmm. the father in the story and the cure parents, who thought he was setting the terms of how to keep his kids in line and how to fix things and how to uh, m- make his way imposed on his kids yes. and not learning, how do I earn trust from this child? And he has been learning that in recent years mm-hmm. in a powerful way. So... Um, he mirrors Jim's journey so much, I think, in in not just the book, but in, in your life. And now you get to go out and tell others about it, about how they can make that transformation. So uh, I think it's exciting what he's doing and fascinating to watch uh, how he's playing that out bad. with families. Bad. Jim, first, just kind of tell us a little bit of
0: uh, the cliff notes of your journey. And, and with, especially with your children and, uh, and then we'll ask you a bit later about what you're doing, uh, for
2: others in this same area. Fair enough. Uh, my journey started about eight years ago, really. Uh, you know, my, I have, my children are 30, 33 and 37. My youngest child, a boy, I, you know son is uh, 30 now, but he's been in about a 10 year ordeal with addiction. Hmm. Eight years ago, I found out what he was dealing, you know, how serious it really was And for about two years, I went into everything that a parent would do when their child is sick, rescue them, save them, do whatever I can to help them, and only to find out that my life was spiraling out of control in a quest to save him. And relationships, business, personal health, all those things were shredded. And I got to a point in my life where I realized how broken I was, and I started focusing on taking care of myself and getting into a place of, of a healthier being. And the mission was basically ride my bike for an hour a day for 100 days in a row. And it wasn't about the physical exercises. It much was about the meditational experience of being out there on the road for an hour. Wow. And kind of fast forward to the journey is, is that when I got completed across the finish line of that 100-day challenge, I realized that I was in an entirely different place. I started mm-hmm. to understand more about myself and my relationship with my son and the fact that I was diving deep into the chaos of his life. But it began as, as – um, we talked about is it, it began with a healing journey wow. and you know it's took me six years to get to this point so mm-hmm. the first part was mm-hmm. survival how to become a stronger dad but I was still focusing on trying to understand what I can control and what I can't control the key word being control <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still was working on you know uh, maintaining some semblance of control realizing that that probably was not the thing so I started working with moms and dads and sharing with them ways to Communicate with their child, interact with their child, interact interact with the rest of the family, dealing with this chaotic, troublesome experience of addiction in the family, and it has migrated, you know, to the point where as I started to work on my healing, work on having a better relationship with my son, that very much what we you know, we talk about um, Jim and the Cure is that I realized that I was still really focusing on things that I could control. It was about me. Yeah. And the watershed moment was about six or seven months ago. I started to realize, wait a minute. When I talk to moms and dads and I say, what are you, what are the, if you had to describe emotionally where you are, they'd say fear, anger, frustration, disappointment, worry. Well, of those five things, only one is really about their son or their child. Yes, right. worry, they're worried about it getting worse or what could happen next. But fear, anger, disappointment, frustration is emotions I'm experiencing. It's all about me. And that's when I started going, wow. I am bringing my garbage mm-hmm. into my son 's problem, mm-hmm. which means that i can 't be helping him all i 'm trying to do is help me,
0: yeah, yeah, talk to us about that uh, you know this book is a lot about earning trust and mm-hmm. learning to trust, and so talk about that um, the contrast of. Parenting out of fear versus uh, trust. How, what did you, what was your journey like in that regard?
2: Well, I think when we first looked at that, a lot of times one of the things that we talk about, besides the first, you know, the first step that I share with parents is you know, the whole notion of self care. You've got to yeah. start to you know, yeah. do something to get yourself in a healthier place. But the second pace has always been establishing healthy boundaries. And when we talk about healthy boundaries, if you ever talk to a parent who's been to a lot of these, you know, addiction counseling parenting groups, we establish boundaries for us. And what we're doing is we're creating barriers from the addiction to protect us from our children and their addictions. Yes. So we're operating in a place of fear. Is How do I prevent this thing from hurting me? How do I prevent it from affecting me? How do I protect, the, you know, have it from in, impacting my family? And what we're doing is we're really not connecting with our kids. And so that was, and I, again, back to this thing I was just thinking about is, is that one of the things that I was experiencing with my son over the last year or so is, is that I realized that even if he came over to my house and he wasn't, when he wasn't living with us, even when he came over to our house and he wasn't living with us and he was high, I would let him in the house. People, like, how could you do that? It's like, my son's coming over here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, is he coming over here to steal from me? That would be my fear. Is he mm-hmm. coming over here to poach off of me? That would be my fear. Is he coming over here to try to like finagle away for him to spend the night in the house because he's homeless? That would be my fear. And I started thinking, like, no, you know what? He wants to, he just wants to hang with his dad. Right. He would come over on Saturday afternoon so we could watch football. Yeah. And that's when I realized that my son wanted to connect with his dad. Got
0: it. Right, yeah, where yeah, and he that was. Yeah.
2: And that was, that was the big aha for me and the thing that i have started to really, I started, I, unfortunately, and I was given a little bit of a snippet of that insight, which is wonderful, because then I realized meeting my son where he is gives him the opportunity to experience my love. Go ahead. When you talk about four of those five have to do with
1: you, uh, it, it just, all I can see across those words is Shame. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that the, the huge piece that you have to, you have the privilege to do in with families is addressing their identity uh, to be able to say, huh, okay, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that great permission for you to be able to teach them, this is who you are, that gives them the permission to have a level playing field going into those conversations with their kids instead of, oh, I'm a lousy parent. I've always been a lousy parent. I will always be a lousy parent, and I'm probably the cause for this whole mm-hmm. thing. And that mm-hmm. doesn't allow me to right. take care and love and be there presently for so my true. child.
2: Yeah, and that's a lot of what what and I went through that experience, and I still go through that experience at times. Is the, you know, the fear that I'm going to do something wrong, do something wrong again. Really, was what it is. Not something wrong now, mm-hmm. wrong again. This this is a situation that's messed up. I don't understand it, but I feel like I'm a party to it. Yes. As you're talking yeah. about. And then yeah. because I'm a party to it, that's why I was felt so responsible for fixing it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this is broken. I'm his dad. We fix things that are broken. But the, uh, the underlying factor is there's probably something I did to screw up my son to put him in the situation that he's struggling with his addiction. Mm-hmm. And every time he didn't find recovery, every time I couldn't love him enough to encourage him to stay on the path of recovery, I go, what did I do wrong? What mm-hmm. could I do differently or better? Well, in other words, it's mm-hmm. my fault. I'm still to blame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't that... That reminds you of the heart of
0: man's story and the oh. face of the father oh. to the son. Oh, I can't wait for Absolutely. people to see that film.
1: I can't, can't wait for him to be on the road and to be able to show that. Wouldn't yeah. that be uh, a be fantastic. magnificent tie? Let's,
0: let's talk about that, Dave, in these last few minutes. Um, so uh, going full circle back to that 100-day uh, journey why why is there 100 pedalscom now tell us what that is all about
2: well more than anything else there was the excitement of that i felt like i was onto something the joy mm-hmm. that i was experiencing you know i would go for a bike ride i would journal at first i just journaled and kept it private then i journaled and made it public and people go, wow, this is really profound. Where's this coming from? And it was a, a different Dave. But you don't journal while you're right. No. Okay. You're not like
1: me texting in yeah. the car. Texting right? and driving and texting
2: and cycling. I think it would be easier to text and drive than it would be to text and Yeah, stuff, I but, think so. And the, uh, But after I got done, I really realized I was on. I just thought, this. I'm onto something. I have to share this because yes. I, 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 even though I probably, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's been a an eight-year journey from beginning in, six years of 100 pedals. There was just this thing that said, I know what it's like to be broken, and I also know now to feel this hope that yeah. that things can be differently. I don't know where this is going to lead. I have no idea what the, how this is going to unfold. This has been a six-year journey. I couldn't tell you six years ago that we'd be sitting here having this conversation because yes. so much has happened. But I knew that this was something that had to be shared because parents, there are so many parents that are – you know, maybe even listening to this podcast are curled up in the fetal position and they're living going, I don't know what to do next. That's right. And there is, there are tremendous opportunities to walk this out and find a path of, of healing and recovery. It might not end up with your child finding recovery, mm-hmm. but it can end up for you to be in a place where you're just, you know, that there's your life is better.
0: Yes. Tell us if they were to go to that website, what, what kinds of, of, uh help might be there for them.
2: More than anything else right now there's uh um, there's I have a series of podcasts where I talk right. about some of my experiences. I blog every week and what I do is blog on the journey that I'm on, things that I've Great. experienced, things that I'm um feeling at the moment, interactions with my son or with my other children whatever and I just do that on a weekly basis and help people you know Experience what I'm experiencing. I guess, and the way then you are
1: saying that you have a podcast that kind of unpacks the blog that you wrote. You yeah, on,
2: on Tuesday I do a blog, and then on Thursday I do what I call inside the blog because in five to seven hundred words you can only say so much and only can yeah. convey so much. Yeah. And there's always a story behind the story. Yes. And that's what I really do on Thursdays is say, here's here's what I want you to, here's what I'd like to share. Here's the story behind this blog that was I couldn't include in the blog because it's too long. And, yes,
0: yes. You know, so. well, Dave, this is really encouraging uh, today, uh, the specific applications that you've made uh, from this Cure and Parents to your story and then to others' stories. And so... Uh, yeah, we just wanted. It's one zero zero pedalscom mm-hmm. Correct. So one hundred pedals, like the bike pedals, like the bike pedals, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. um, and and there are other journeys that you take as well. But they'll discover that if they get to that website, correct. That's right. And correct. Uh, so, thanks very much for this time.
2: It's been great, You really encouraged well, thank us. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. the book too. It's been think, great.
0: Oh, uh, you are most welcome. Absolutely, we we are um, experiencing the book ourselves, ongoingly.
2: I've yeah. never marked up a book more. Hmm. Wow.
0: <laughs> Terrific, Dave. Thanks again. Thank we'll you. see you
1: guys next week. Yeah. Bye-bye.